0: On my podcast, we'll talk about organization, cleaning, living intentionally, and just all the good stuff. New podcasts will be out every Monday. Take me with you and listen while you empty the dishwasher or fold a load of laundry or go on a walk. Have a great week. Hey guys, welcome back to Basically Minimal. Today, we are going to be talking about a very touchy subject, social media. Some people hate social media. I absolutely love social media. I've just always been interested in computers, media, tech, just all of it. Does anybody remember Doll's Mania or like uh Neopets? God, I love I loved it all. <laughs> I've always just been about the computer. Sims. Yes. I didn't have limited screen time and I turned out amazing. So, <laughs> i'm just kidding i really didn't have limited screen time but i also played outside for hours on end so anyways (laughs) i always see people doing social media breaks which before i start If you are glued to your phone and you do not get any work done or spend any time with your kids and that is why you need a break, cool, no judgment, but I'm going to talk about how to change your mindset or perspective around social media to enjoy it instead of needing a cold turkey break. And also just a little disclaimer, I know that I personally share like my whole life on Instagram, um, and YouTube and whatever. And I just try to keep it real. Um, like I will get on with wet hair. I will get on with no makeup. I will just show whatever. Um, and I do that because I don't want my fun of my social media to ever feel like pressured or I can't post something because it's bad. Like, I will delete posts off my Instagram feed, but only because it doesn't fall in line with my aesthetic, but that's my own personal, like, OCD. It's not because I look bad in the picture or something. Like, I just, I'm at the age where I just don't care about that kind of stuff. So anyways, if that is you and you share, like, your life on social media and then you feel like you need a break, like, maybe you don't need a break, but maybe you just need a change, like, your, I don't know the word for it. Um, like, your expectation on yourself. Like, don't give, like, don't put so much pressure on yourself. But anyways, let's go back to social media breaks. So this idea started when I was talking to Nick about social media, just, like, viewing social media. And I told him I never need breaks because I feel confident in my life. And that may sound really ballsy or rude, but it's true. And I'm not saying others aren't confident. I just think social media breaks are actually maybe more negative for your life than just switching things up a bit if you are new here or don't really know me i do like i know i was saying that like i share a lot on of my life but um on my instagram i have like a teacher instagram so i do like a little bit of the whole influencing thing and i'm not big by any means but i just love it and i always have and i love sharing my life with people so that's kind of where I stand on it, so I know people might just be like, well, you share all of your stuff on social media, so of course you love it, but um, I feel like sometimes breaks, like if you're taking a break for a specific reason, it there may not be a solution when you come back on. You might just like feel that heaviness all over again, so let's just talk about the different types of breaks. There's politics, looking at other moms or parents, seeing other people's milestones, experiencing a breakup, fertility, jobs, illnesses, trauma, friend or family drama. All of these reasons are valid on why you may feel the need to take a break. However, there are things that you can do to use social media as a break for those heavy things. So now I'm just going to like go into every single one of them. So bear with me. I feel like this is going to be a long podcast. Okay, so the first one, politics, is a huge one for people They just cannot stand seeing their feed filled with everyone's banter. And I can't either because I just don't know. Like, I'm not big on politics. I don't know anything about politics. So for me, I, I do understand this. But if you have a close friend or family member who is so ridiculous on social media with his or her posts, you can just mute them. You can do it on Facebook. You can do it on Instagram. If you don't know how to do it, you could just Google it. But you don't have to delete them or block them, and they would never know you unmuted them. I'm pretty sure on Facebook, if you just, like, go to their page where there's, like, follow, there's, like, a little arrow, and they you can just, like, drop it down and press, like, um, I think unfollow on, on that. But then on Instagram, you can, like, mute them. But, again, you can literally Google it, and it will pop up but they won't know and if you see someone post something that is so out of line with your morals and your values and they're a good friend but maybe you should consider if you really want this person in your life I know when we're younger it seems daunting to just delete someone out of your life but as you get older you realize it really doesn't matter you just have to make yourself happy and be a good person so if someone doesn't align like that in your life just move on The next one I hear a lot is people don't feel worthy when they see other moms making star-shaped peanut butter and jelly in a perfectly clean kitchen with kids who are dressed and have their hair done. And I get it. We all can feel like we're struggling. But again... Unfollow those people. You don't have to follow accounts that make you feel bad. There are plenty of accounts who showcase parenthood as a hot mess. Follow them. If you aren't feeling worthy, maybe try looking up some affirmations, which some people can find funny, but the words you speak have a lot of control over your life. So if you're constantly talking about how you have no time, your house isn't ever clean, you don't do anything fun with your kids, that's what your life will reflect. So maybe do some unfollowing of the Pinterest parents and more following of positive affirmation or unfiltered motherhood accounts. Next thing is milestones. Uh this can be excruciating if you were just coasting through your life with no excitement. I like have always had excitement happening in my life, but for me like finding a relationship was always hard and like I just like always see people get engaged and married and stuff like that and it's hard because you know on social media You'll get, like, a thousand likes on a Facebook post of you being engaged. But if you post yourself, you know, getting a coffee before work, you might get two likes. And so it just shows that, like, your everyday life isn't as exciting as somebody's milestone, which I get milestones are milestones. But if this is you, you don't have to unfollow. Um, and when you see others posting stuff that you want, you could just try your artist to be happy for them, and remember that your life will happen on your own timeline. Just because someone gets married at 23 doesn't mean they will be happier than you, and that person could easily be divorced at 34, and you could meet the love of your life at 34 and have a healthy, amazing relationship and never get divorced. Seriously, if this is you, try reading a book like *You Are a Badass*. It will give you motivation to change your mindset and just. Also to believe in yourself and realize that like everyone is kind of on their own path. The next thing is breakups. If you are going through a breakup, you don't need to shut your entire social media out. What you do need is to shut out your ex or who your ex is talking to now and all of their friends and family. I don't care if you love his mom goodbye mom. If you were that close with her, you could just text her and let her know that you're unfollowing her so you can just heal and move on. You just don't want to see that kind of stuff. But otherwise, they don't care. You cannot move on if you are stuck looking at your ex. That is one thing I'm good at. You just have to go cold turkey. If you take a break from social media, but then you get back on social media and you're still like looking at your ex's stuff, there, there's no solution there. There's no point in searching because you won't find something that will make you feel good. My friend sent me something the other day that said, I cannot exactly remember, but said something like your brain doesn't know the difference between seeing your ex in person or looking at them on social media, and that is honestly so true. The next thing is fertility. So I this is just a really hard one and a hard topic to talk about. And if you are going through trying to conceive having miscarriages and fertility all of the above categories, it's extremely painful to see others having babies, especially people who are close to you. So again, unfollow these accounts, unfollow your friends or mute them, and just try to find things that bring you joy. Maybe cooking pages, comedians, dogs. Use social media during that season as a mental break from all the heaviness you're enduring. There are so many pages to give you hope as well. Um, sometimes that's also hard to follow, but there's just so many stories of people who were on your same path and on your journey and then they were able to conceive or just inspirational things. You can try that too, but if it's painful, just stick to light and fun content because Like with the breakups, if you just take a break from social media and you just delete all your apps and then you get back on and you're seeing the same stuff, there's no solution. It's not really helping anything. You just need to kind of like tweak it a little bit. So the next thing is jobs. If you are stuck in your job and you hate seeing everyone else thriving, unfollow those people or take a leap of faith and find a new job. This one is hard for me this year because I'm kind of in that boat. Teaching is pretty much the worst it has ever been and no one knows why. Um people are saying it's cuz it's like a third year teaching through covid, but I don't I don't really know what it is. I also have an amazing class but I just personally am drowning, so I see others with these jobs making so much money, having flexibility, and just living their best life, and I just try to use that as motivation, but if it pained me so much, I would just unfollow. There are all sorts of help accounts, and especially for teachers, there's this one called Teacher Career Coach, and she coaches teachers to find jobs outside of the profession. Not saying I'm leaving teaching, but I like following just to see that it is something That could be achievable if I would eventually want to leave teaching down the road. Anyways, next thing is illnesses. You don't have to be defined by your illness. Fran from Law of Attraction Changed My Life always talks about this. So if you have in your bio your illness or that's like your hashtag name or whatever, and that's all you think about and talk about, it will be, again, reflected in your life. I've never suffered an illness, so I can't really relate to this. But if this is you, instead of taking a break... Maybe I would find things again that interest you that can be a distraction rather than an added stressor. But if you have an account that you are sharing about your illness because you want to give others hope, like that's something totally different. But if you're taking a break because you don't like seeing that content, just change what you're looking at. Next one trauma. This is huge for me. I experienced a lot of trauma and during. Going through it every night, I would scroll through hashtag accounts on the topic of like emotional abuse, gaslighting, and it was great to see the stuff because it was like, to me, oh, this is actually real, but it was consuming my brain literally right before <laughs> falling asleep, and I eventually just unfollowed the hashtags and stopped scrolling because sharing the post wasn't changing what was happening to me. It was just kind of like keeping me there. So I'm glad that I didn't get off altogether because if you're going through trauma and of any kind, and you're trying to cope, you're probably feeling a little bit alone. Um, because if others around you aren't going through it, then you're probably feeling a little bit lonely. So you shouldn't seclude yourself. Um, because, That could just make your loneliness feel more. But also at the same time, if you're feeling lonely and then you're on social media and you're seeing all these people doing stuff and you're feeling like stuck at home, it's just you've got to figure out like what kind of content is good for you and bad for you and then just go from there. And then the last one is drama. So if you have family drama or friend drama that's consuming your everyday life, and then it's, like, on social media. You don't have to delete your account. Just delete those people and who cares what they think. I see all the time these posts that, like, from people I went to high school with. And it's just, like, stuff like, I can't believe you wouldn't pick up your child and instead are with your girlfriend's kids and, like, tag the person. And then just, like, everybody looking is kind of like, what the heck. But then you look in the comments and, like, half the family members are bickering back and forth. And it's just like, No one needs that in their life. So if you find yourself stuck in the middle of family drama or friend drama even too, uh, just say that you're deleting everyone or just delete them because you want to remain neutral or you just don't want to be a part of it. And if somebody doesn't accept that and they're kind of giving you like grief about it, then they're not meant to be in your life and that's just not the person for you. So A recap, I know this was a lot. I don't want to come off like I know everything, but I do feel confident in being able to remove things that aren't suited for me, whether that be friends, family, situations. You are allowed to block and you are allowed to remove friends. And if a situation gets cleared up, you can always put people back into your life. Like it doesn't have to be permanent. Think back 10 years ago. Who's on your social media following that was so important in your life that isn't now? There are people that pop up randomly that I used to spend every day with. I don't hate them, but they definitely aren't a priority in my life at all. So try to challenge yourself to use social media for fun or connection, or information, rather than have it suck the life out of you. Here are some reasons I love social media. I can see my best friends post about their kids who I don't have time to text all day or send pictures all day, but they live out of town, so I really don't get to see them. I can look up random things, like the best way to clean a shower. (laughs) I can see family that lives out of town. I can network for my businesses. I can sell things. There's just so much that I can gain from it that I love. I know it can be bad, but just give yourself limits. Nick and I put our phones down when watching a movie or eating dinner. It is easy to get sucked into scrolling. Like, he's a big scroller. I'm more like I go on for a purpose and, like, I'll look at certain people I want and then I kind of get off. But he definitely likes to scroll, and I know that, like, you can get sucked into that. But find other things that bring you joy. I'd much rather post a little and scroll through a bit of stories that I love, and then and then go do a puzzle for an hour instead of sitting on my phone for an hour. On vacation, I scroll the whole time. I don't care, but at home, I don't do that as much. So social media doesn't have to be an all or nothing. It could just be a sometimes. So if you know someone who's struggling with this kind of content and always taking social media breaks, but there's no solution, share this podcast with them. And that's it for today. I know that maybe it sounded heavy, but this podcast is not only about cleaning. It's about living an intentional life, which is minimalism. So if social media sucks the life out of you, be more intentional about who and what you're following. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye.